<laughs> oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you. Quick, come on! They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. You want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ae forward slash music. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 20 of Dumb All Over, recording from the Endless Budget Debate, Pennsylvania. This is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. We are always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will discuss the London Bridge attack, the Paris Agreement exit, and discuss our friend Bill Maher. Oh boy. Uh, We will answer your Twitter questions, discuss some pop culture, and find out what Obama has been up to with the help of a crazy religious person. <laughs> As always, I am Tom, joined by the brain behind the show. Uh, Kurt, just kidding, because Kurt's not here today. Austin. Yes. <laughs> hey, Austin. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing except for another extremely busy news week. Yes. Uh, but how are you? I'm good. I mean, uh, other than trying to keep up with everything, but I don't. I don't think we can anymore. No, I don't no. think keeping up is even a thing. Let's stop trying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you want some beer? Yeah. All right. I'll start off by saying I'm a little sick still, so I'm not gonna be drinking nearly as much. Uh, just, I will. I just took a <laughs> shot. I, yeah, he's in drink whatever. I wouldn't. Uh, I took a shot of Robitussin right before. Not sponsored. Obviously, because robot isn't disgusting. Yeah, it, it it really is. It's it is, yeah. It's, but it, it does help. I can breathe finally. Which I know, is it just tastes awful. This uh, we'll start off with uh, a beer from Apocalypse. It's an IPA. I guess it's just called their IPA Ten. Um, oh, okay. It is six point eight ABV. There is the cover for it. Looks like this. Yep. It's uh, it smells pretty good, as Austin says. It right. smells pretty hoppy. Let's have some Apocalypse now. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I wanted to get one in because you were cracking all those lame jokes. <laughs> well, the episode started off on a good note. All right, here we go. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. That's really smooth, actually. Yeah, I was expecting that to be all bitter and... Yeah. And, um, IPA-ish? Yeah, for, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, yes, IPA-ish, but no, it's good. We here like to use the word ish. Ish, yeah. Remember uh, one time this uh, episode used to be an hour-ish long? 
I think one time it was. <laughs> I think the first like two episodes. Yeah. Uh, before we do start, Austin, this is our twentieth episode. Yeah, it's, I know. It's not like the the milestone, but it's like it's it's twenty episodes. That's twenty weeks. 20, this. Yeah, this has lasted longer than some of my relationships. <laughs> It's lasted more than all of mine. <laughs> so, yeah. <sighs> Thanks for mentioning that, Austin. I was trying to make fun of myself. You're the one who jumped in. All right. All right. Let's get started. Um, I actually, uh, th- this is a, a very s- unfortunate topic to talk about. And it feels oh, you're like, going to bring us all down. As I always do. The first topic is always going to be like that. Ooh, that's not what I wanted. Uh, but um, the- I don't know what that means. I don't want to know. <laughs> the, uh, the the story we're going to start off with is about the um, London uh, bridge attacks. Oh, yeah. That's right. You know, I hate starting off episodes with this because this is not the first time that we've had to start off an episode talking about some uh, a terrorist attack. Yeah, unfortunately, no, it's not. But um, just this morning, uh, and like we normally record on Tuesdays, the a, a third uh, person was who was identified as one of the attackers was captured. We're not going to name them because, uh, as Austin pointed out to me before the show, it's not worth glorifying their names. They don't belong in in the history books for anything else other than just being terrorists. No, so yeah, so we're not going to give them free publicity. A little, little, little free publicity. Hey, mm. how you doing? Uh, but this does. I'm a cunning linguist. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know all the bigly words. <laughs> but this does, of course, spark many conversations. Let's just start with one: the election for the UK Prime Minister is in two days from our recording day. So when you guys and gals <laughs> so the day are listening, the, yeah. <laughs> you guys will have already known what the uh, election results are, but we don't. But this comes up right before the elections. So, Austin. And this is the second one, right? Before this the is, election? Yeah, yeah. In, in like the last two weeks, I'll say? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But, Austin, what do you think is going to come from this? Do you think anything is... Do you think it's going to be pro- positive for Jeremy Corbyn or positive well, for uh, Theresa May? And I have to say, I'm going to be speaking a little bit out of ignorance. For n- I don't have total knowledge of um, UK politics. Yeah, that's what we do here. Yeah, I mean, not that I have total knowledge of American U.S. politics, Jeez, but no yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> but but um, after it happened, I had assumed that it would be a big uptick for the Tories, mm-hmm. and then I heard Jeremy Corbyn. And his response about how um, people in the UK are having their lives put in danger because of Tory cuts to public things like the police, you know, anti-terrorism right, right. efforts. And I thought, wow, that is a really good point. You know, it's a really good way to show that the, these austerity measures are hurting people not just in the normal public way you think they are, but also... The people that are supposed to help protect them, and there, and I, and I'll, again, I'm speaking out of ignorance, but uh, it seems to me their police force is a lot less militant than ours. Oh, by far. Yeah. By so far. they From might they I might see. actually be protecting and serving, <laughs> and they they definitely deserve you know money that they're due. Well, yeah, and you know what? On Jeremy Corbyn's part, that's a very brave thing to do. Right after uh, a major, a pretty major attack. Like, think of an American politician. Do you think something like that would have been said directly after? I mean, it would have been in the weeks to come. 
because it's always about gun debates. But in this case, it's know. different. But um, I don't know if it would. Like, um, I've never heard anybody here mention a lack of funding. Right. Maybe because here we don't have a lack of funding to those things. That is true. Because they that get funding. True. But it was a good play, and I thought I thought Corbin did a good job with it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I think uh, I think that this, believe it or not, it's actually going to play in favor for him, which is odd because it might. Yeah, it seems like the um, it'd just be better if it didn't happen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's not a game. It's not a game, but it's part. It is, unfortunately, it is part of uh, what's going on. So you got and it's and it's unusual that w- that it would help. Um, Somebody on the left. Oh uh, yeah, it almost usually never an does. attack like that helps yeah. the right exclusively. Because I remember uh, during the campaign for the the U.S. campaign, remember there was the Orlando shooting, which yep. we'll talk a little bit about another attack in Orlando that people are f- somewhat not talking about for some reason, but um, that 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 played huge in favor of Donald Trump. Yes, it did. It it, it made Hillary Clinton look weak on you know, especially on gun rights and all that, but um. I don't think that was the only thing, though. No, I. I but I'm just saying, like that whole thing, it, it did not play in favor of Hillary. Clinton. No, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Although Hillary Clinton's not technically left, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> She's not. No, <laughs> we all know that. She's just not a fascist, and well, yeah, listen. And Donald Trump is so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, almost anything is to the left of him on foreign policy now uh we do hope because we do know a a decent chunk of our listeners do come from the uk we do hope that no one was directly affected by this we do know there were some casualties and uh our thoughts go out to anybody who's a victim of terrorist attacks it's just it's not something that we want to talk about um but in in relation i guess it wasn't a terrorist attack and that's why no one's talking about it but the u.s did have their own little problem not too long ago couple days back yeah uh in orlando but the thing is what it what makes it a terrorist attack well yeah exactly well an islamic terrorist attack i guess i should say yeah to but be that's more specific not, but they won't call this a terrorist no, attack no even though in theory it is so well, yeah what was the guy's goal to, to incite terror yeah and to kill yeah uh so if you don't know about this story and i wouldn't be surprised if you don't because of the fact that it just doesn't seem to have been covered much uh a disgruntled former employee in Orlando of it doesn't say it just says an Orlando business yeah went in uh shot the place up five people were killed and then he shot himself and did Austin I got a question for you yeah go ahead. Did, did uh Mr. Trump our president make a comment on this now I have to be honest I did not check most recently so it's possible he could have by now right but at the time as far as you know no and did he make any tweets about it? Not that I know of. Not that I know of either, Austin. Yeah. Um, I, I can check in a little while to see if his page, if he And did, was it like all over the news? No. Not really. I, I did get a news alert from CNN saying that this was an active thing. And then I didn't hear anything else about it until I started looking up uh, Twitter articles. Now, here's the interesting part. What was the death total uh, in London? I don't know off the top of I my head. I believe it was seven. Was it seven? Hold on, I can find that for you. But I do know that uh, the total was, I guess, six, if you count the guy who killed himself. Yeah. Uh, so the six for the Orlando. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. It says 15 remained in critical condition. Uh, 32 people were hospitalized, but seven people were killed. Yeah. So seven, yeah. So seven versus six. Yep. So it's almost a similar attack. One gets a lot of coverage because of the religion and the color right. of the perpetrator's skin. Right. 
and the other does not for the same reason. <laughs> now, granted, both of these should they should both be covered. Yeah, we're not saying that the uh, the the Islamic terrorist attack in London should not get covered. It's the exact opposite. It's the fact that the Orlando shooting should get covered just as much because even though it's not a uh, international terrorist, it is a domestic terrorist. And while the United States might not have many problems with Islamic terrorist attacks, at least right now, we do have a problem with domestic attacks. Quite a few, actually. They happen all the time here. <clears throat> Which, it annoys me because um, cause Bill Maher had mentioned that there is a oh false equivalency between ISIS and the KKK. Right. And in that case, I understand his point, but his guest brought up that there was... Um, attacks from white supremacists in this country mm -hmm. and he's like oh i always hear that people say that you know that the clan is the equivalent of isis and i'm thinking that person's not even talking about the clan right they're talking about the white supremacists right, right, right. who are building militias and are attacking people in this country right now right it is the biggest growing problem that we have mm -hmm. is is white supremacist militias not the clan per se but these, you know, white nationalists. That should all be considered part of it, I'm guessing. I know, but he you know? didn't consider it that, right, and that's right. why it pissed me off. I'm like, they're not talking about the Klan. Oh, they're talking about white supremacists, so, you know, white nationalists. Don't worry too much, Austin. We're going to be talking about your buddy and Bill Maher in a little while. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's back in the news for other things. But, yeah, no, you're right. Um, and it doesn't seem to want to get covered by our media. No. But there are attacks that are going on in this country all the time. Like the one in Portland? Exactly. Yeah. I heard almost nothing about it. If it wasn't for Twitter, I would not have heard about that. Yeah, I know. I know. But we're going to cover this We're going to cover this story in London until we're blue in the face. But, yeah, well, at least the media will. Right. Because it fits a narrative. It's perfect. Right. Uh, and then as a result, people are going to get more and more uh, angry at the, the Muslim people. And... It, I saw this. I posted this article onto our uh, Twitter page a couple days ago, where um, uh, Zakaria from uh, from uh, CNN. Oh, Farid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He posted a, he, there was a video where he described what terrorism is and where they come from and all that, and he explained that it's literally a small, tiny portion of Muslims who are disenfranchised from the Muslim beliefs yeah. that are doing these attacks. So, it's not even the entire population of... Uh, Obviously, it's not all there's Muslims. billions yeah. of people who practice Islam. And because of this kind of TV coverage, I feel like that's, that's a, a big driving force as to why people seem to hate Islam. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the rhetoric. And it's the rhetoric of even people on the left. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Like Bill Maher. Like Bill Maher. Yeah. Who yeah. just seems to have an irrational hatred. He definitely does, yeah. yeah. He do he picks on all religion, but it does seem like his... Uh, I Is it fear? I don't know. I mean, just that comment about it not being the Klan right. made me realize that he doesn't even know what's happening in this yeah, country. That is true. Because um, that's, that's not what that person was talking about. She wasn't talking about the Klan. I haven't seen the episode, but I, that's, no. I'm kind of curious to see what it is, what that's all about. Well, I mean, because she said white supremacists, like the Klan are the only white supremacists. That is, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And they should be covered in their own right, because like you said, they are the, one of the growing problems in this country. But it, Well, they were the FBI's number one priority until 
look, and I just and now they've been taken off of the priority list completely since the Trump administration took over. And here's the the because you don't want to disenfranchise your voters. Here's an even more funny part. Uh, right as we're talking about this, right? And we're talking about how one gets more coverage than the other, correct? CNN sends an update, a notification. It says, uh. London attack ringleader was identified as a major potential threat leading into the 2015 investigation, UK counter-terrorist sources say. But again, if you just keep looking and looking and looking, they're just going to cover that. Yeah. Just, uh, just cover both stories. That's all I'm asking yeah. for. Uh, but, you know, it, again, it's... It's an unfortunate thing to talk about. Uh, we don't want to dwell too much on it because I'm sure you guys are sick and tired of the story already. But uh, like like we said, hopefully uh, no one was directly affected by this. Uh, I think we do have to mention one uh, obligatory thing before we move on. Because <laughs> it seems like if we don't mention it, it'll be like we didn't know it happened. Right. We know the president made up a word. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I almost forgot all about that. That was early in the week. That was like yeah. right after we recorded. Yeah. Kafifi? Yeah. What the fuck well, is that? he did say he had the best words, and I'll give him that. I think that... <laughs> that was a joke I think Samantha B made. Somebody made that. That's what they were like. He did say he had the best words, and that's a good word. I guess. Yeah. Um, what do you think it means, Austin? I'm actually kind of curious. I think... I don't know. I don't think it means anything. You don't think so? But it carries just as much weight as any of the other words he uses. <laughs> James Corden uh, posted a picture... I put it on our Twitter page. It says, uh, it's, it looks like it's from in front of a church or something. Yeah. It says, when I find myself in tweets of trouble, Mother Russia comes to me speaking words of wisdom, Kafifi. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I that like is it. good, I right? Like it. Oh, that is so weird. Yeah, we do know what happened, but I don't no. even know what to talk about that because it's just No, I just wanted idiotic. to mention because everybody else has talked about it yeah. ad nauseum. So I just wanted to mention it just to, you know, I don't want people to think like, these guys cover, you know, politics, and they don't know that the president said this stupid Trust word me. in his tweet. Trust me, we, I know. We, we know. know. It's yeah. uh, we have other shit to talk about, such as the fucking Paris Climate Agreement. That's something yeah, that was a pretty good segue, <laughs> was it? Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm uh, not bad. You know, I mean, that's what that's what happens when you're 20 episodes in. <laughs> <laughs> you you better hope it starts getting better. Yeah. If it hasn't by now, you're fucked. What do you mean a problem has occurred? <laughs> and cue the problem <laughs> um austin what trump has not done a good job as president that is uh a statement that <laughs> we have said many times before. To say, yeah. however i think this time he royally fucked us yeah he pulled out of something for the first time in his life <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh no is right the fucking soundboards bro. um yeah yeah we're not part of the paris climate agreement so i believe that it makes us one of three countries in the world yeah that is not part of the paris climate agreement that is correct and it's syria and i think we looked it up just now nicaragua nicaragua and nicaragua didn't because it didn't go far enough and apparently they're well on their way to being a uh, fully green economy. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Even without the Paris Agreement? Yeah, because yeah. it's uniquely affecting them and they needed more action. So, to be honest... And Syria's in a civil war. Well, yeah, so. that, that helps too. So there's one country that voluntarily decided not to do it. And to, to be honest with you, Austin, I didn't know much about the Paris Climate Agreement other than the fact of what it was supposed to do. Yeah. But then I watched uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. 
Ah. And if you haven't seen this past week's episode, uh, he talks about all this. And he explains how it, 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 there's no... In Trump's wonderful speech afterwards, he discusses how it was trying to force us to do these things and all that. There was no force because each country got to decide yeah. what they were going to do. Yeah. So we're all, the ones who fucking helped put it together. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trump's wonderful speech at the end. He, he explained that uh, the Paris Agreement was trying to force us to do things that were not part of like what he what he had in mind, right? Uh, that's not true. The only truth about that is nothing because <laughs> yeah, literally because the United States and every country that's involved got to pick what they want to do. So all Trump had to do was say, "I don't want to do this. We'll do this instead." He didn't have to pull out of the entire thing. And then he made this ridiculous claim that uh, it was hurting jobs, that it's green not. energy was hurting jobs. It's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's creating jobs. It's creating a lot of jobs because it's not just coal and gas, right? It's solar power, hydroelectric power, I guess geothermal. Wind. Wind. These are all different places where you could get jobs. So, And then there's the maintenance and there's the science behind it. It's... It is doing nothing but increasing jobs. Yeah. Well, it's where the jobs are going to be. Exactly. Exactly. One way or another, we're eventually going to run out of fossil fuels. That is yeah. maybe not in our lifetime. Really, really, the question is whether we destroy the planet before or we run out of fossil fuels first. I'm not sure which is going to happen I used to think first. we were going to run out of fossil fuels first. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure either. Yeah. But uh, regardless, it, originally it wasn't- so And then did you hear the uh, Professor Mike Pence- Oh, God. No. Wait, what do you say? He's like, climate change has become just such a big issue on the left. I'm not sure why they're so obsessed with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why would we be obsessed with the future of the fucking planet? It seems like old people don't give a shit about global warming. And I understand why. Except that they're doing so much damage, it might even affect them in their lifetimes. (laughs) At this rate, you're right. But I understand why if you're an old person, you may not. Because you're not going to live to see anything bad happen, most likely. They used Who to- cares? I just want my social security. Keep your government hands out of my social security. <laughs> I remember when we were kids and uh, An Inconvenient Truth came out. And that was what really got everything really going about the you know global warming and all that. Oh, kind of on a related note, too. I saw a New York Times article where they said um, a science teacher showed the class a documentary about climate change. Oh, God. It was about. It was. I don't. Truth. I don't think it was an inconvenient truth. Actually, oh. I mean, it, I. I can't remember if it said in the article whether it was or not. But a kid walked out uh, saying, "Ah, oh, it's too one? biased in favor of." Was the, it that one? The idea that climate change is real. Maybe it was the one uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, commentator. Oh on? yeah, might have been. Well, I forgot what that's called. I don't know. But the point is, yeah, the kid walked out because he thought the message was too biased in that the idea of climate change was real. <laughs> What? Yeah. It was too biased oh. in reality. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I don't I, I don't yeah, I, I don't, don't know what it. to do with that information. I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. But uh all, all I do But you know, have to remember these are people who are still fighting against evolution. That is right. Yeah. You're so, right. I mean, uh, come on. But the back- evolution's been settled for like a hundred and fifty years now. I mean it's <laughs> <laughs> the great news about this is the backlash. Yeah, the backlash is phenomenal. Uh, Elon Musk out. Uh, what was the, the 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 Disney CEO out? Oh yeah, I mean uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's even being 
criticized by billionaires now, so oh it God. might actually fucking matter. The CEO of Goldman Sachs. Even he. He's never posted one tweet on his Twitter account, and he's had his account for a while, Yeah, and he posts his first one about how much of a mistake this was, how much of a disaster this is going to be for the U.S. Yeah. When you got billionaires and, and, and these rich people who are prob- probably a big part of our problem as a country... <laughs> yeah, even they're saying they're this saying, is a disaster. Come on, Trump. What were you thinking? That's because you know what it is? Everybody on the planet who has just a modicum of intelligence knows that this is the biggest <laughs> problem our species has faced. Exactly. And yet only in America, too, only in America is there a party that like questions the science. I do believe, honestly, I honestly believe this, that even the Republicans who are in denial, not all of them, but a majority of them do believe secretly that global warming is going on. We had this conversation with Tom Prigg, and I'm not, I'm not so convinced I, that I, they I, believe it. I do, Austin, because, I mean... I know some of them do, especially the ones that worked for the oil companies, because exactly. they've known a Those long time. Those are the time, ones yeah. I'm talking about. Because but I'm talking about the other ones that are in Congress, or even in the Oval Office. If you have, I honestly think they don't believe. Well, be- Trump might. I'm not so sure about him. I do believe that there are plenty of politicians out there sadly who do not agree in global warming who do not believe that it's happening there's but, plenty that still don't agree with evolution i know <laughs> so, but come on but with evolution i can see it a little bit more unfortunately because that's one that's it's harder to prove it's it's harder to prove no, to some not. people no not to us because we're smart but to other people <laughs> you don't even it, have to be is, smart it is harder to other people with global warming it, it, the science is right in front of your face the seasons are different the weather patterns no, are different the, but with evolution it is too you just have to look at the fossil record but no I understand I agree but no but I understand why they deny it more because it's religious because it directly conflicts with their religion right but climate change does as well because God. In the Bible, God promised after the great flood that he would never do anything like that again. Oh, That's why they're not worried. Oh. And they've even said that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I guess the, the, the good news about this is that there is a big backlash with all this, that people are not happy about this decision. No, they're not. I mean, when you are one of three countries in the world who do not want to be a part of this, even Russia is a part of this. You, Even North Korea, I know, which is <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, but it's just it's so shocking. Like even I mean, it's really not shocking to be honest with you. I kind of I, I had a feeling a couple of weeks ago when this was a, a topic of discussion that he was going to pull out of it. But it just makes no sense. No, makes no sense. But it'll solve itself out. I really believe that. Well, I, I know a lot of the. Governors in the states, you know, mm-hmm. are saying that we're going to stick with the agreement. Republican senators, yeah, and 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 governors, they're all like, a lot of them are. Because a lot of people know this is fucking crazy. I just want to end this on one note. All right, Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey was one of the few people who sent Donald Trump a letter begging for him to leave this uh, to to pull out of this agreement. Oh, there were twenty two, right? Twenty two yeah. Republicans, yeah. and one of them was Pat Toomey. Do you know that when they looked at it? They found that of that group, $10 million was given from yep. the fossil fuel industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And Pat Toomey was on that list as a top 10. Of course he was. He's one of the worst. He is. And if you don't know who Pat Toomey is, uh, he's just, he's a long, how long has he been a senator in Pennsylvania? Too long. A really yeah. long time. And he's now, just- Pennsylvania has given the world some of the worst um, politicians. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Pat Toomey, um, Rick Santorum. 
I mean, oh yeah, I forgot Rick Ed Rendell. Yeah, and and, and just and so you know, Democrat. he was a Democrat. Yeah. Uh, the only decent thing I guess he did was he uh, stopped smoking and couldn't you can't smoke in restaurants because of him. You mean he did that after New York and California yeah, and all right. the other states? But didn't. he still did it. Uh, whatever. You see, Tom Wolf, our current governor, on is on pace to be one of the best I've ever seen out of Pennsylvania. Because yeah, he has his own problems, but he yeah, he's better. Well, he's better than Rendell, but it's not that. Oh God! But I mean, our our governors over the last couple last couple have been so fucking horrible. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, our last one was uh, Tom Corbett. Tom oh my Corbett God, he's so the much worst, of the state. Yeah. He helped destroy this state, and this state's already been fucked up for a long time. I mean, um, I guarantee the budget problems are from his... Oh, it, yeah. it has to be. And it doesn't help that... And the fact that we still have Republicans in Congress. It, right. Yeah. I mean, the, the our Congress is controlled by Republicans, Senate and House. I mean, sometimes I think, now. like, thankfully there's a Democratic governor, so at best nothing gets done. Exactly, yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. We have 2018. A lot of changes are going to come. Vote. Vote, vote, vote. 2018, vote. Let's do one more topic. All right. You ready for this one? Yeah. Bill Maher. Go. Uh, <laughs> you're going to get me on a whole thing here. Yep, go. Okay. First of all, tell everybody what happened in case you don't know. And if you don't know, I don't know how you don't know because he's in trouble. Okay. So for those defending Bill Maher, not but those who usually do, that you hear, oh, Bill Maher, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he said something that I don't know how anybody can defend. You can't. So when in conversation with his uh, first interview, he mentioned that, he wants Bill, you know, he wanted Bill Maher to come to his home state and work in the fields. And Bill Maher said, work in the fields? I don't think so. I'm a house word and, that I'm not going to say. N-word. Yeah, N-word. exactly. Because even though we don't talk like that, me, Austin, and I don't speak like that. We're not even going to, we're not even going to pretend that that's an okay word to say. No, it's not. But he, he didn't just say it. He said it nonchalantly. With yeah. a smile on his face, he did say quickly, oh, it's just a stupid joke. It doesn't matter. No, I think that makes it worse. You still said it. Yeah. Like, ah. Oh. I just don't, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't think he was. No, he never Now, is. listen. I am all for marijuana legalization. Yeah. But he does, he does get stoned before every single episode. And it, it seemed like, I mean, he's always high. And that causes a lot of, like, he, he doesn't always think before he speaks. No, he doesn't. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't think it does, but, to be honest. Because I know a lot of people who smoke pot who do not say stuff like that. No, because that's fucking crazy. But that is one of the things that I've been seeing. People, the, his defenders have been saying, oh, he gets high. So, so he what? just said he's stoned. So what? No, dude. No, <laughs> that's not right. It's like people who defend people when they say something when they're drunk, but those thoughts had to come from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know when people say, "Oh, it, when you when you're angry, you say things you don't really mean." Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. I've said things to people when I'm angry. I that but, I totally meant. But I've meant them. I yeah. just never said them out loud. And they just drive you to the point where you can finally like, you finally say them out loud. I never would have imagined Bill Maher was a racist. Before, yeah. before, well, I should say before I started this Although I think, podcast. I think he has the problem of he thinks he is black. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, because he dated he dated a lot of black women, yeah. so he thinks he's like an honorary part of the community, and so he can say things like that. Um, no, because Quentin Tarantino thinks the same thing. So in that case, I work with a majority of black people, so I should be able to say that. Only if you date them. No, I don't know. <laughs> 
No. No, I don't know how that... It, no, because no, it, it doesn't make any... It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. No, no, neither way it's going to work. I don't know. Sorry, it was just a joke. Yeah, it was a stupid joke. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it was a stupid joke. I agree with... Yeah. yeah he, I don't even think he said stupid. I think he said it was just... Something, I remember. And see, and the thing he did there, too, really pissed me off, because he turned to the audience like he does a lot of times. His audience and, clapped, first of all. That was yeah, the no. first problem. But Not I mean, all of them. But the ones that didn't, he turns to them and acts like they're the problem. Right. Yeah. It's like, like, come on, guys, lighten up. No. Yeah. And if you listen to it, if you watch the clip or listen to it, it's a very sparse clap. It's like you can hear a couple from It's just the section. whole thing was odd. It like, was. I don't know why he brought that up. I don't... I don't know. Like, why would you have to... You do not say stuff like that. Uh, the, that's uh, the one thing that pissed me off about him, too, is that he... Um, there'll be times when he'll have a joke, and then he'll turn to the audience, and they're not laughing, and he's like, "Yeah, come on. And, and he thinks it's because that they're too sensitive, like they think it's wrong to say what he said. Right. Half the time, it's just because what he said wasn't funny. That is true. Like, it's, it's, half the things he says just aren't funny. His jokes are so lame. So as you can imagine, there's some backlash with this. Um, a lot of people are calling for his head. <laughs> hey, what do you think? Uh, think he should be fired? Yes, but you made a point to me earlier today oh, Okay. that I liked. Fire him. Because he's he does not represent the left. No, people think he represents the left, but he and does it, not. and it drives me crazy, and more so now than it did before I started the show. By the yeah. way, but don't get rid of the show. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, keep yeah. the show and now, give um, it a real good host. Yeah, a, a real left wing, a real progressive person, or 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 maybe not even that. Like I said, no, to just you, somebody honest. I and, said to you, John Stewart. John yeah. Stewart's looking to come back. People would love to have him back. Make it he the real time with John Stewart. Show, yeah, no, but this would be bigger. If you walk right into this, it's a bigger show already. Oh no, yeah, it's yeah. You know, but um, but uh, I'm just saying. Uh, I, I think I think it's a lot of people you could pick. Don't get rid of the show just because of that. No, because the show still has some weight to it. Yeah, well, I like because it's one of the only shows on TV where you get that kind of discussion, right, amongst a panel about issues. Mm -hmm. And it'd be a shame to lose it, but I wish it'd be spearheaded by somebody who wasn't an idiot. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, listen, I used to like Bill Maher a lot. Not his, not so much his stand-up. Um, I started watching him a lot when uh, Religious came out. Oh, yeah. I, I knew about him because I'm a George Carlin fan, and I know that he was heavily inspired by George Carlin, so I've heard his name in that circle. But... Uh, I never found him extremely funny. I liked Religious. No. Religious was a pretty good film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is unexcusable. No. You can't do this kind of shit. And he just really isn't that funny. I've been thinking for a long time, like, I wish he'd just take the the comedy bits out of his show. Yeah. Like, the stuff where he does the, like, do you want to see, you know, we found this paper of what so-and-so actually wrote. Do you want to hear oh, what it is? Oh, yeah, it's And it's never funny. No, it's the same thing with the late night shows, like yeah. Jimmy Fallon and all these guys. They all do the same things. They're not, it's just not funny. But the thing is that like he'll have these really intense discussions and then break it up with this stupid segment. Yeah. It's like, who cares? Get back to the thing you were talking about. That was way more interesting. To be honest, I don't think I've sat down to watch a full episode. I only watch yeah. the major clips. No, because he'll like, they'll be having a discussion about like foreign policy or you know budgetary things, and then he'll stop it. <laughs> And be like, and now we're going to get to our segment where we make a bunch of like, you know, hair jokes about Donald Trump. It's like, no, go yeah. back to the thing you were just talking about. That yeah. was way more interesting. No, that's annoying. Yeah. That's annoying. And then he has his new rules. And the only one that ever matters is the very last one he mentions. All the oh, rest of them are right. stupid. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I've never been into the show, despite the fact that I used to like him a lot. Nah, I've never really been into the show. Uh, but this is something you cannot, you don't forgive. I'm sorry. Nah. Sorry, Bill Maher supporters. This is something you don't forgive. You don't nah. say stuff like this, and you and, just don't and, and pretend yeah. that it's okay. Yeah, you know, it's similar to the Kathy Griffin thing. You know, she she takes a picture, her holding a the a, 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 like a, a cut off head of what looks like Donald Trump. What is no, Donald? Definitely Trump? him. Nobody else yeah. looks like that. <laughs> and the whole the right makes this gigantic deal about it, and I get it. I understand, especially if you're a supporter of Donald Trump. You don't want to see. You know that. what the funny thing is? Uh, the backlash for Mar, I don't think, is coming from the right. No, it's definitely not. Because they're probably not. like, no, we kind of like to say that word. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just in, in Kathy Griffin's case only. Uh, well, not it's probably not just the right that's that's mad at this, but it's mostly the right. Mostly and the then right. Trump yeah. then Trump throws his son Baron into it, saying Baron yeah. was terrified. Baron was not terrified by it. It was a stupid picture. But the, yeah, what about Obama's kids when he kept? Saying that he wasn't an American citizen. What about Ted Nugent? Yeah. What about his rant on stage about how Obama should be killed and Hillary should have a target yeah, to on her? Yeah, suck on his machine gun. Yeah. That's what he said. But what more do you expect from a guy who wrote a song about raping a 13-year-old? <sighs> Nothing. Yeah, but exactly. that's not the point. The The point is, it's mm. like, you can't, you can't attack Kathy Griffin for one picture that she's done. And then not just allow Ted Nugent to do this, but then reward him by having him come to the White House. Yeah. Just fucked up. But there's always been a double standard for the right. They get to do whatever they want. In uh, the words of Bill Maher, it's the magic R word. Yeah. It's one good thing that came from Michelle. I yeah, like he that. might be out of a job because of be. the uh, forbidden N word. Yeah. Well, so. he rightfully should. Yeah. Rightfully yeah. so. All right. Um, I, I think that does, this yeah. does it for the current yeah. events. Uh, let's take a little little break, gather up a little bit, and then we'll uh, do Twitter time. Ooh, that Ooh. sounds good. All right. All right. See you guys. Do you support progressive ideas? Do you want to wear clothes that reflect your progressive values and not a corporate logo? Then buy from Uresist. Uresist is an organization dedicated to promoting progressive initiatives with non-corporate logos. We create and sell clothing with progressive graphics. Visit Uresist at uresist.org or at facebook.com slash u.resist. Wear your resistance. Hey, Austin. What's up? I don't know. <laughs> JK. We got, a new, uh, we got a new beer. New beer. Yeah. Uh, this beer is from Dogfish Head. It's called Namaste White. God, this smells good. There's Le Logo. It smells like oranges and mm, wheat. Would you say the, AP, uh, the ABV is 4.8? So it's a little bit lighter. Oh, it does smell yeah. nice. I'm okay with lighter today. It smells like a, like a summer afternoon. I'm still not sure I'm supposed to be drinking with Robitussin in me, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out later. <laughs> you ready? Cheers. All right, here we go. Ah. Oh, that is very refreshing. It tastes like a lemonade. Yeah. It's not quite that tart. Mm-mm. But I like it. Yeah, it's very, it's very refreshing. It's like if a blue, wow. moon, it's like if a blue moon had flavor. <laughs> that's what it tastes like. Yeah, actually, that's a pretty accurate <laughs> statement on that. Yeah. Wow, very good. Yeah. Very tasty. Uh, Dogfish Head's known for their great craft beers. So. Belgian uh, style white ale brewed with dried organic orange peels, uh, fresh and peel, fresh cut lemongrass, a bit of coriander, peppercorns, and a healthy dosage of good karma. Hmm. 
Get it? Because namaste. I believe that the guy who owns Weyerbacher. Uh, yeah, Weyerbacher. Whoa. I know. Sorry, giving you a free plug again. <laughs> we haven't uh, had Weyerbacher in weeks. I know. The guy who owns Dogfish, um, Head. Dogfish Head just pulled out of the rape beer site because they were bought by Anheuser-Busch. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good That's good to hear. Yeah, that guy's awesome, the guy that owns yeah. Dogfish Head. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Well, you make a good beer. Well, not you guys, but the whole facility does. The whole company, yeah. All right, Austin, I think you know what time it is. Jesus Christ. Now my, is, uh, now, my throat hurts, so this might not come out correctly, but it is. Don't do it. Twitter time! Ooh, that was a bad. God damn it. <laughs> go ahead, Tom. I am ready to go. Uh, the poll of the week. Um... We talked about this last week, so I thought this would be a perfect poll for this week. Uh, which U.S. ally is likely to end their alliance with the U.S. first? Choices were Germany, France, the U.K., or other. We had a pretty good showing, so thank you for everybody who voted. Um, I'll pull up the others. You give me first what you think. Which, I, I, which one I think won? Yeah, which one you think won, and then I forgot exactly which one you said you thought was going to. What was it? Germany? Germany, France, France UK, UK, and other. I think the one that won was Germany because okay. they've pretty much already said that they were. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that's the one I think too. You think yeah. Germany? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it is Germany. I was right. It's Germany. Yeah. Back on track. I Back got on this. Track. I know you guys. Um. Sometimes. Yeah, it seems actually <laughs> reading through the comments, it, it's pretty much just uh, debates on it, but everybody seems to agree Germany. Germany. So Germany, yeah. Angela um, Merkel. I, d I didn't think France. I just put them on because they're one of our major allies. However. No, uh, I think they could be like the next one. Emmanuel Macron yeah. had this speech that he made right after U U.S. pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement. Pretty much encouraging U.S. scientists and all like-minded individuals to come to France. Yeah, like that's not something you see every day. Right? And he actually he had said that before, before the Paris Agreement. Yeah, about about what though? Right after he got elected, he said, "Scientists, if you want to come, you know, study climate well, change." But the the shit had already hit the fan. I'm talking about like in years prior. I, I don't remember. Oh uh, no! Many... Well, he wasn't. <laughs> he was just elected. No, 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 not just from him. I yeah. mean from. Any other leader, I don't really ever remember. I'm, but I'm talking about specifically from him. Oh, yeah, no. Right after the Trump okay. election. But do you ever remember? Right after his election, actually. Do you ever remember one of our allies ever saying that to our scientists? No, because we had so. a sane president before. <laughs> it's true. And comparatively, even to, even Bush would be considered sane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, thank you again for voting in the poll. Uh, we do have some questions this week. So how about we get right to that? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, our first one, let's do this one since this is going to be over by the time this is released, but it's still very important. Uh, this is from Hannah Pribble at hprib012. Do you think anything will come of the Comey hearing on Thursday? Um, hmm, that's a good question. It is a good question. Yeah, I think I think it's just going to reinforce what we already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, will that be used for anything? That I don't know. I don't know. I don't think with the Republicans controlling Congress, um, I wouldn't expect it to go too far, but it might be just enough to stop Trump's legislative agenda. It might be. Yeah. yeah we'll see. Uh, because you kind of you kind of told me 
your opinion on this before. Yeah, my my house of cards scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you think that? If- no, well, hold, let's make a distinction. This isn't what I think is going to happen. This is just I'm saying this is the best path forward. Well, this first part is what you think is going to happen. You okay. think that if uh, if enough information is released, then the Republicans who came out already against Trump saying if there's anything that they're going to call for impeachment. So if that yeah. happens, you think it's going well, to yeah, go. Yeah, there, there are some Republicans that said that if he did pressure Comey to not pursue the investigation, that is grounds for impeachment. And I think that the testimony on Thursday will corroborate that. Yeah. But, but now for fun. Tell us your House of Cards scenario, because it was a pretty good one. I tried, while we were doing this before, I tried to shoot it down each and every time, but he just has a positive mindset on the thing. So go ahead. (laughs) That's what I meant. No, but I think, yeah, if you can, uh, if the investigations get, make it so things are tied up until 2018, and then you flip the House and the Senate, you... um, start the impeachment process, you impeach Trump. Mm -hmm. And then I think that if we find out that uh, Pence was also lying, you Mm -hmm. get rid of Pence and whoever is the Speaker of the House is president. And And if we flip the House... Yeah, there you go. Then we'll have Keith Ellison. (laughs) (laughs) President of the United States of America. Keith Ellison, yeah. Listen. A real black Muslim. (laughs) Listen. Yeah, right. That'll fucking kill the Republicans. I know. (laughs) But listen. First of all, I didn't know Ellison was actually Muslim. Yeah, he's Muslim. Because I don't really look at religion into candidates anymore. I just look at their political views. Well, but, I didn't um, know because he swore in on the Quran. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter at all. But that's a good situation. <sighs> yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the realistic... But if I were a writer for House of Cards, that's how my season would and go. <laughs> that would be a pretty good season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will think. I will say this. I do think that uh, there's got to be an impeachment eventually. It just have, there has to be because I still think that the Republicans in Congress want Pence as president. They've wanted it from the beginning, and I don't think that that has changed. I think it's only... Yeah, but they have short. to weigh that against whether they want to make their party look weak. Um... They already do. Not to the people in it. Ah, uh, fuck the people in it. I'm talking about the people. Yeah, who fuck are gonna the be people voting. who keep voting for them. Yeah, well, the people who are voting, who are going to be voting in 2018, I think they are already starting to see the weakness of the Republican Party. Because I'm no not so stands, sure because like 98 no percent said they'd vote for Trump again. That can't be because his approval rating is down almost under 30. Yeah, well, it was before he got elected too. <laughs> Touche, Mister Douche. <laughs> Uh, I don't, don't know. Shoot the messenger. I do not think Pence will get impeached. I think there's a better tr- uh, a better chance that Trump does. I don't. I I just don't think. I think Pence would if there's a Democratic Congress. I agree, but because there's not, and I think the Republicans are way too far up his ass, smelling all that wonderful conservative bullshit. Yeah, I do not. But think not not the women chance. Republicans because they're not allowed to be in no, the no, same no, room. No no, 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 gay people, black people, women, none of them are allowed. With Pence. I just don't understand why they care so much about climate change. <laughs> what a stupid comment. I know. What a I know. stupid I, I have a hard time getting over that. What a, you gotta be a dumbass motherfucker to say something like that. Yeah. Alright. Uh, st- sorry. Alright, we gotta move on to the next question, yeah. otherwise we'll never... <laughs> next question, from Propaganda. Uh, by the way, Propaganda is um, actually gonna be coming on the show next week. Uh, he is our official, non-official, official UK correspondent. No, it's official. Well, he's not getting paid for it. <laughs> Neither are we. <laughs> that is true. Uh, well, we he, are a little bit. Thank you, Patreon people. 
He is our UK correspondent, and because the election is in two days from the day we record, so yesterday, uh, for you people listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no, I can't even say that. Cause two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Tuesday. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> what was it? Uh, because the UK is having their election, he is going to be coming on their show uh, for next week's episode to discuss that. Talk to us about the results. Yes, the results, and maybe educate us in UK politics a lot more. So hopefully it's going to be really good news, but it could also not be. Yes. Yeah. We are hoping uh, it's good news, but we'll find out next week. So tune in for that. Yeah, but, that's going to be exciting. And then he could ask us a question maybe uh, in person instead. In person, yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, all right, so but his question for this week was, CNN host Fareed Zakaria has called denier Donald's exit of the Paris Climate Agreement as the day that the United States resigned as the leader of the free world. His question is, which country is your choice as its replacement, and which foreign leader deserves the title of leader of the free world? See, and I think there's only really one logical answer. And I... I I have to agree with you, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I wanted to think of something different, but I can't. I believe it's Angela Merkel in Germany. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. It makes sense. I mean... Because Macron is too new. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't even have his all of his stuff formed yet. No. I mean... He may become... The UK right now, we don't know who is mm-hmm. going to be win that election. And it will not be Theresa Bay if she does end up winning. She will no, not be. No, it you won't. Know? Yeah. And it's not Justin Trudeau because Canada doesn't wield enough power. So, right? Yeah, and, and what are you I, left with? It's I, not Spain. It's not. It's not Italy. Yeah. Italy's going through political turmoil too right now. I wanted to say Canada because I really like Justin Trudeau. I like Canada in general, but you made a good point. They just they're not a. They're not big players on the world stage. They're not. They're not. They're they're kind of like Switzerland in a lot of ways, where they're just. They do their thing, and to be perfectly honest, I think I envy them for that. Oh yeah, no, me yeah. too. They're out of the they're out of the spotlight. Yeah, they're not in any trouble. Well, I'm, I, again, I don't know. And boy, not do in they the do they look good by comparison? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no kidding. I mean, they make themselves look so good yep. compared to us. Yeah, yeah they just handle things differently and in better a, in a better way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I would also have to say Germany, just on the facts that, like what you said. They're, they are a leader in the world. They're one of the leading freak world countries. And, uh, yeah, their chancellor <laughs> is uh, a, a real leader Look in at that you category. learning new words. Hey, I was pretty drunk last week. <laughs> in case you didn't I mean, know. But that wouldn't be my hope. My hope is that it would be Jeremy Corbyn in the UK, yeah. but we'll see. Or Macron. I really, I know he's a centrist by comparison, but I actually, I, so far, I really like him. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. You don't live there, so you're right. But from what I know of him, I like him. Yeah. All right, let's All move right. on. All right, uh, let's move on to our next question. Um, I'm actually having some problems with the iPad. So, uh, Austin, do you have that next question up? Yeah, sure. All right, go ahead and read the next one. All right. So this is from um, at Hermit on the Lake, and he asks. Uh, if worst or best case scenario happens, um, i.e., Trump does perplock, won't Pence just pardon him like Ford Nixon? What do you think? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. I assume probably. Yeah, I think so. Because, uh, you know, Pence would be in that position only because of Trump winning the election. Yeah. Sort of deal. Uh, but if House of Cards has taught me anything. Oh, uh, don't spoil things. I, I'm not. We're going to talk about this next segment, but um, 
<laughs> if House of Cards has taught me anything, it's that I you shouldn't trust politicians that are close to you to do anything. Yeah, to do anything. So I don't know. I I would I would imagine my gut feeling says yes. I think so. But yeah. but even so, even if he's pardoned, the fact that he's not the president is what I'm focused on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Would it be nice if he were in jail for the rest of his life? Yeah, yeah it but would. To be but honest with you, I don't care either. No, I don't care if he goes to jail. I just actually he just needs to stop being president. Yeah, yeah. If he if he went on with the rest of, with his life the way he normally has it, you know, building golf courses and building hotels, I would not hate the man like I do now. Agreed. I would. I've never really liked him. But I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't. I never had a hatred for him. Yeah, exactly. You know, there was a lot of things that I, I used to like, especially, uh, you know, reading reading his biography, not the not his autobiography. I would never read anything from him, but I, I did read parts of his biography. And, you know, it, there was a little bit of a success story there. I didn't realize that it was as wrong. Uh, because I, I learned what how he actually ended up becoming successful when he was running for president. Which, by the way, the biography did not talk about. <laughs> so it's a little different. But I would never have disliked him. No, I mostly just ignored him. Yeah, exactly. He was just not a part of It was of my nice life. when he's just like a fringe voice. Yeah. In the ether. <laughs> and you know what? He was he was actively political with his tweets and stuff like that. But I didn't care. Yeah, because nobody paid attention no. to him because he wasn't the fucking president. <laughs> so I don't really care if he goes to jail or not. To be completely honest with you. Uh, so yeah, go ahead. Pence pardoned him, but you may need to be pardoned too. So, yeah, we'll see. And I don't think Ellison is gonna. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna pardon. Like how we've already decided that Keith Ellison's gonna be the president. Yep, we picked him. Twenty eighteen could be Nancy Pelosi. I'm just saying. Yeah, let's not talk about that, please. Yeah, please don't. Let's move on to our final question. Sounds good. It's from Wartrout eighty nine, and the question is. It's a much more relaxed question, which is ah. nice, leading into a uh, new. Uh, a new thing we're going to be doing, a new segment, which we're going to do next. What is your favorite video game slash video game genre? Awesome. Oh, my favorite video game is... And your genre. My favorite video game is Red Dead Redemption. I had a feeling you were going to say that. That That's is my favorite video game, game. Yeah. So I guess the genre would be, I don't know, sandbox westerns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I uh, that's an but I really one. like. I I like those. Uh, I guess they're called sandbox games. Like the open they're sandbox, world. Yeah. yeah, open world. Yeah, because um, I love Grand Theft Auto. Yep, the open world. Yeah, I loved um, obviously Red Dead Redemption, mm -hmm. and they're coming out with the second one. We can talk about they, that later. I know. Yeah, yep, we're definitely going to talk about that next. And um, no, there's a bunch of other games that are like that too that I always like to play. Like uh, I like the Assassin's Creed mm. series. It's not bad. Yeah, that's kind of open world too, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's what For I'm the saying. Most part, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I guess those are my favorite kind. Although I have to be honest, probably the games I play most are Madden. <laughs> but which sport game? <laughs> yeah, but that's because you can play sports games over and over, and because it's not a story. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm between us. I guess I'm probably the bigger video gamer. I guess. Yeah. I guess uh, I, I've been playing video games since I was a little kid. Austin has two, though. Uh, I have, but I, I've just be as we found out last week when I found a video game from my childhood <laughs> that I did not know of. <laughs> yeah, but I also wasn't part of the PlayStation scene. But um, I don't know what kind of video games I like the most. Uh, definitely, it's a tie between uh, uh, city building games and real time strategy games. No, oh, yeah, those so, are good. So like real time, real time strategy, yeah. build a little empire. The my favorite game of all time though is Empire Earth. 
And I, you probably have never heard of it. Most people who are listening probably never heard no, of it. No, no idea. What the fuck is It was uh, a, a city building game that came out in like year 2000. It was the first game I ever played online. So I that was that holds a lot. It's it's tied between that and I hate to say it just because of the amount of time I spent on it, but RuneScape. Oh. Oh my god, I spent so much of my life on that game. I have to say though, I have a I have a, a soft spot in my heart for the zombie versions of Call of Duty games. Yeah, those are the the first one was amazing. Did you play oh, Black shit. Ops 3? Not three. With no. Jeff Goldblum? No, I did not. Oh my god. <laughs> I love I that I've game. I've heard of it though, I just haven't. <laughs> Another game I really love what is... What good um, can come of this? <laughs> I love Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah, me too. He's one of my favorite people in the world. I do... Uh, you ever hear the Total War series? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I played the first one a lot, Rome Total War. I uh, feel like we should say what that game was that I was talking about before. Which one? The one from my childhood. Oh, please, it was, go yeah, for it. Was Skull Monkeys. Skull Monkeys, yeah. yeah. It was definitely an interesting game. It was... You know, that's one of the only games I've ever... Like, old games that still holds up. Like, I have just as much fun playing it now. But um, we're going to save this talk because oh, yeah, our, our yeah, next, next segment, segment yeah. is uh, based off of all this. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, I, I, I guess my favorite game of all time for sure is Empire Earth. I just wish that I could go back and play that. But Red Dead Redemption. PCs are... Uh, the PC games are different than, than they used to be, but we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just Red thought Dead that was Redemption. it. Red Dead Redemption. The best one. <laughs> it is a good one. It's uh, great. Thank you for submitting your questions. Uh, thank you for voting in the poll. Uh, if you want to send us a question, use any of the outlets that you that you can find. Uh, Block Talk yeah. Radio included. YouTube. Twitter is our main. Whatever. Facebook, if you want. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, just send us a question and we'll talk about it in the, during Twitter time. Yeah. Right, when we do come back, we are uh, going to be introducing a pop culture segment. Yeah, something new. Something we've always said we were, but we weren't. Now we are. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you in a little bit. See you. Hello, my children. Are you a fan of the show? Do you wish you could donate to the show? Well, fear not. Just visit www.patreon.com forward slash dumb all over to donate today. Yes. You will receive very special rewards for donating. Thank you so much. And remember, Alt-Right Jesus loves us all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Austin. What's up, Tom? Uh, We got a new beer. (gasps) Yes. But well, it's, it's not really new, is it? You stole <laughs> But it's not really a beer, a new beer, because we had it last week. However, I don't remember drinking it <laughs> because we were already drunk. Yes, so we. Uh... So we are bringing it back for our new segment. Uh, it's from New Holland Brewing. It is called Dragon's Milk. I, I'm assuming it is not Dragon Semen. Um. What milk is made of semen? Well, milk is another word for cum, you know. I guess. Hey, listen. In very limited sense. But listen, this is Dumb All Over podcast. We can do whatever we want. 11% of, alcohol? Yeah. No wonder why I don't remember this shit. Is that one of the Pornhub categories? What? <laughs> Dragon milk? <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I bet you horse milk is, though. Oh, my God. Please uh, don't talk about that. <coughs> So, this is Dragon's Milk. Yeah. I did not know their milk was... uh, So good. Stout looking. (laughs) All right. 
Uh, oh, that's so strong. Uh, I'm just going to hang out with that. Go ahead. You can do this by yourself, Tom. Oh, I would love to. This is a new segment. He would love to, too. He's not even joking. <laughs> I am joking. Uh, I don't. We don't have a name for this segment yet. It doesn't need a name. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's the segment formerly known as Other Segment. <laughs> so this is the one segment that has been uh, passed around quite a few times. Yeah. Uh, but this time, we decided we're going to start doing things of pop culture. Um, and whether or not... You know, that's something that happened in the news or stuff that we're going to be talking about like today. Yeah. Um, but it's most usually not political. It yeah. shouldn't be political. And I, I don't want it to be political. Uh, and there was, well, there's kind of a reason for that because I had read a Sean, uh, Sean King article about how sometimes to keep, you know, fighting against the Republicans and the nonsense that's happening, you need to take a break. Right. Otherwise, you just, it's too much. And, you know, it's not good for you. So That is true. This is our proverbial, this is our break. Yep. And <laughs> I was telling Austin uh, over this past weekend, I, I I got so fed up with politics. It was like on Saturday, I went onto our Twitter page and I'm looking through all these articles and I was like, no, just on the mood. I'm not going to do anything with it today. So this is a nice refreshing break. Yeah. Uh, and I figure since you had just, you just finished watching it, let's let our first topic be, um, on House of Cards Season 5. Now, before we start, know that this is a... I'm giving you a spoiler alert now, because we both finished the season, even though it just came out a couple days ago. Um, yeah, we're sad people. <laughs> yes, I finished I finished it in a day and a half. Yeah, you finished real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I was, I was home, I had no work. It was actually... Sorry, I just realized how I phrased that. <laughs> what did you say? How'd you phrase it? I didn't even hear it. I said you finished real quick. Oh, I did. <laughs> Sorry. Do you want to know how quick? No. <laughs> a day and a half, Austin. Fucking chill. That's uh, a pretty long time. <laughs> so it was actually the day after the podcast. So we got done recording really late. So I took off from work. I uh, wasn't feeling too good. So I was just like, eh, I'm just going to sit down and watch House of Cards. Uh, so yeah, spoiler alert. Austin, how was House of Cards? You know, I liked it. Um I had my doubts about it, like, halfway through the season, I thought. Why is that? I don't know. It just seems so ridiculous, a lot of it. Did and, it, though? Uh, yeah. Did it, though? Well, hold on. I'm going to get to that in a second. Okay. But um, but the last episode really kind of brought everything together. Oh, yeah. It's still, I, I don't think it's, like, their best season. I don't know. I have a little bit of a different viewpoint of it, I guess. Really? You must have really liked it then. I don't think yeah. it was their best season. I still think their first season was the best yeah. season. I thought that, that you know, it, it was just overall a better season. Mm -hmm. But this one was like, it was so realistic. <laughs> uh. I, you see, I disagree. I think this, this is extremely realistic because all I kept imagining was- I think there were elements of it that were based in realism, yeah. Like like what was not? What do you think was not? The things that weren't? Yeah. Um. Well, I shouldn't- I should say it's not so much realism. It's just like it- uh, The tone was kind of so insane. Yeah, and but I mean, you got to think of it like this. I know, it's responding to the time. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's it. exactly what it is. I mean, what is our government right now? It's very it's very insane. But I mean, and these are big spoilers, but like the whole thing with, you know, the Electoral College and <laughs> yeah. how they manipulated that, that felt to me. 
you know, it didn't ring true, but it is definitely in the world of House of Cards. Like, that's how yeah. they get things done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we already said spoiler alert. So if you're still listening, you're, you are not interested in the show or you're already finished. Yeah. Because um, if you didn't pay attention to the previous season, the previous season ended with uh, the, there's a crisis, a terrorist crisis going on, uh, and the election which uh, Frank and Claire are the vice president and the president. And they're running against, um, geez, I forgot the name. Conway. Yeah, 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 Conway. Conway Twitty, no. It's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what his first name is, something Conway. Yeah, they just kept calling him Conway. Yeah. But uh, as the Republican. And uh, the first like half of the season or so is all about that race. Uh, and then it ends abruptly. It does kind yeah. of strangely, yeah. Kind of strangely, like that's one like of the things rushed. I didn't like. Like it was like, all right, now we're moving on. Yeah, it, it seemed a little rushed because spoiler alert: at the after the election was resolved, then it just goes to like, what was it like? Something so many weeks later, and it's just like they just put it all. Yeah, like you didn't get to see any of it no. after that whole buildup. Yep, yep. You miss the the fallout from the i don't know that i didn't know like. that's exactly yeah. that's exactly what it was like it was yeah. like uh all that tension then there was a tie well not really a tie no one had won yeah and then all of a sudden it's like inauguration day yeah and it's like wait what about all that stuff yeah, in the middle yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember saying to myself at that point too like what what happened yeah it did seem a little rushed but i understand why they had the rush because if you finish watching the season you, you realize yeah. they had a lot. They had a, they, they, this season is not about that election. It's no. about what builds after the election. But then part of me feels like they should have just you know gotten rid of it quicker. Then yeah, they spent like half a season doing it. They did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but um, I, I I did enjoy the way it ended. I don't know what that means for season six. That's so, gonna be interesting. So the way it ends. Like I said, no, don't talk about the way it ends. But spoiler alert. Yeah, I know, but we don't. I don't want to give that. Fine. Yeah. But I don't know. It what, has a very interesting ending. We'll it, does, it, it does. It yeah. does. A very. Um, I didn't really predict it. Sort of ending. I didn't really see that coming. I didn't see. I didn't yeah. see the way it ended coming. I figured it was going to happen eventually, but uh, I don't know what what's in store for season six. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm curious to see. I did find the last line by uh, Frank. It's like if you know if she doesn't pardon me, yeah, I'm gonna kill her. Yeah, I was like, oh man, yeah, it, it's definitely gonna be an interesting uh, season. You got to yeah. de- definitely worth the watch. It's yep. such a quick season. It's 13 episodes, but it really flew by pretty quickly. It does, yeah. A lot of shit quick. happens. Yeah. A lot of shit happens. Um, but uh, I'm definitely I, the. While we're on it, I gotta say this one thing. Right. I, I love the show, but I don't like Netflix. Because, uh, why? Because you have to wait too because long. Because now I gotta wait literally a calendar year. Yeah. And but there's that's the thing though. You have to wait that long, but you got to see it at your own pace. Right. I guess. Where I, like like uh, Better Call Saul drives me nuts that I have to wait a fucking week oof, every time to watch an I know, episode. I know. And then it's like I just I can't a, keep up. That it's way. a catch twenty two. Yeah. It's like I I don't know which way I'd rather it, but I guess in theory I would rather it where I can control it. Yeah, it's better. But I made a mistake, I guess, in doing it in a day and a half. Well, like we Americans usually do, we overindulge. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, now speaking of Better Call Saul, <laughs> you're not. As I'm not caught up. Caught no. up. I'm sort of caught up. I missed. Uh, you last, missed yesterday's. This, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which is this week's episode. Um, but what are you, what are your thoughts on Better Call Saul? Because I know I think it's been great so far. It has been. It's been yeah. 
best might season? be its best season. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I I flat out agree. I bet there's some people who wouldn't because they're like, well, this season's just like like it's Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad part, you know, zero point yeah. five or something. Listen, <laughs> like, the the whole point of Better Call Saul was to see Saul's well, you know, Jimmy's side of how yeah. he became Saul Goodman, but at the same time tying the events of Breaking Bad. Yeah. And you can't have Breaking Bad if you don't have Mike and if you don't have Gus. Yeah. And, you know, Tuco and all these other guys and uh, Hector, Salamatka. Yeah. But this ep- this season has all of them in it. And I really, I'm really... It's been really good. I'm thoroughly yeah. enjoying Gus's story. And for this one, I feel like I don't want to have... Like no spoilers for that one. I want people to watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Other than the fact that those guys make an appearance. Yeah. Uh, it's we haven't seen the the season. I believe ends in two weeks. Yeah. I think it's two more weeks after this. I can't wait. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna. Be I can't wait. But this is another example of why I wish seasons were a little longer. Well, <clears throat> well, theirs are really short because they're only like ten episodes. Ten episodes. Yeah, that's really like, short. But I mean, if you look at it in in the expanded view, they're ten weeks. That's yeah. ten weeks of a show. That's a long time. I know, but but it's only ten episodes. But even even most cable shows go thirteen, yeah. so that's short by comparison. But you know Vince Gilligan. Vince Gilligan likes to do that. Yeah, I mean, even what yeah. was the longest season of Better of uh, Breaking Bad? Fifteen episodes. I don't know if it was it that many. The, the final season, I think, was like fifteen. Or oh so. yeah, but the, even that was split into two. Right. That's yeah. right. Well, actually, I don't. I only knew that from. Because I didn't watch it as it was on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I binged through that in the in, in the. Yeah, I remember. I I was actually working when the finale aired. Oh, geez. And I remember coming home and I had it. I had pre-bought it on Amazon. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you come home, you could just watch, and I just watched it, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing." Did you like the ending? Of, uh, I did Breaking actually. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. I know it got a lot of heat. From some people, but there have been many, many worse oh, God, yeah. series finales. Um, we we might have talked about this in our lost episode. Austin and I have an episode that literally is lost. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. never coming back. Yeah. It was our from our first. It was like our first week of doing this. Yep. Uh, what is your favorite show of all time? My favorite show of all time. Mm. I know I'm going to say this, <laughs> and Tom. Going to roll it's his fucking eyes. Hannibal? Are you serious? <laughs> Two seasons, Austin. Three seasons. Three seasons. Three seasons. And yeah. you're going to say it's your favorite show? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is that good. But it's not like Far and Away the first. I think Breaking Bad is my second favorite. Is it? And it's like, like this close. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I'm a little bit shocked by that. <laughs> Because I don't think that's what your answer was in in, in our last episode. So no, but then the so more shit has changed, and it's my fault. The more I thought about it, well, you know why? Because um, I talked about it actually on the peanut gallery, and when I was talking to them, I realized how much I really liked it. So I think that's when I decided that it was my favorite. I won't lie, it's on my queue. Mm. I will be watching it soon. What was that? Are you my Jim Baker girl? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Honey, <laughs> I, I will be watching it because um, you got me into Breaking Bad. Yeah. After how long did I fight you on that? Let's just put it this way: it's about time Tom just listens and <laughs> stops yeah. fighting me. I fought Austin so hard on Breaking Bad just because like everyone talked about it, and I just didn't want to watch it. Now he won't shut up about I it. I won't shut. <laughs> it's it's consumed my life. Yeah. I quote the show, and I don't do that often. No. Austin is the quoter. He quotes all these fucking shows. I do. 
but all I don't. All the comedies, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my, my favorite of all time is still The X-Files. Yeah. But barely. Because Breaking Bad was close. I wonder if you have to like break them up into genres, though. I would I would have to. Wait, yeah. The X-Files? Or no, I meant favorite just shows? favorite shows, yeah. Favorite sci-fi show, X-Files, for sure. Well, that's easy, because there's not that many of those. No. Is that even sci? Was that be considered sci-fi or yeah, dra- yeah. maybe drama? No, it's sci-fi. Sci-fi because it was drama. It's a, it's a sci-fi drama, but yeah. yeah. So that um, then drama, yeah, probably easily Breaking Bad. Yeah. Historical fiction, a uh, show called Vikings on History Channel. I would say Mad Men. I'm addicted to that. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be historical yeah. fiction too. That's right. Have you seen Vikings? I've seen Vikings. Yeah, it's phenomenal. What a great show. Yeah, I just think that modern history is oftentimes so poorly represented, and I thought Mad Men yeah. did such a great job. Yeah, Mad Men is a good job. And yeah. he got one of your favorite drinks. Ah, uh, yes, uh, I got an old-fashioned old out of it. Yeah. And what's left? Comedy? Monty Python, The Holy Grail. That's a movie. Yeah. I mean, TV shows. Oh, we are talking about yeah. TV shows. Favorite comedy TV show? That's a hard one. Not for me. What's your... Oh, Seinfeld? <laughs> Seinfeld, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I have one. Really? Yeah, I that like- That I'm surprised at. I like comedy. That's one of my favorite genres. You don't have a favorite one? Not really. I liked Californication a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't pick that one, though. But I don't like it as my favorite. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite comedy. Is yeah. that even a comedy? Yeah, no, it's definitely a comedy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I have one. No, yeah, Seinfeld's my favorite, but there's a couple that are real close after that. Like, I um, could say this. Go ahead. I, I could say, say Monty Python. Monty Python, yeah. Yeah, See? because yeah. I, I I do own the collection. So I would say I that. think Maybe. for mine it goes um, Seinfeld, and then after that probably Louie, I think, oh, is yeah. my favorite. Yeah. That show is fucking awesome. And if if it weren't so like sometimes it hits a little too close to home I think where Seinfeld I can put like just enough distance <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but Seinfeld is definitely your favorite oh yeah no by I, far I would I would be so mad at you if you change your mind and on then that the one. Simpsons after that yeah. yeah you still watch the Simpsons or no the new seasons yeah mm, no so but I rewatched the old ones enough you know now that I'm thinking about it I could say South Park is probably my favorite oh that's a good one. comedy yeah because yeah, I think I've watched so much it's not not like you with the Simpsons not yeah. much recently yeah. but when I was a kid my parents used to hate it when I watched that show <laughs> remember when uh, Bigger Longer and Uncut came out yep me and my cousin snuck down at like midnight when they dropped the to watershed. Go see it? Yeah, <laughs> on TV. We snuck down, snuck out of bed. And he- I think I borrowed it from somebody. Did you? Yeah, that was that was great. <laughs> that was a good one. Imagination Land, another good one. Oh, I have a Dark Horse too. That's probably in my top ten Ooh, for what uh, comedy? Yeah, what's that? Frasier. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you like Frasier? Yeah, right? I love Frasier. They just. It's like it's funny because I see in them like the way I could be yeah. if I didn't have any grounding in reality, <laughs> I, and I had a lot of money. <laughs> I also enjoy uh, Boy Meets World. Did you ever watch that show? Mm, I watched a couple episodes when it came out. Yeah, but that, it wasn't a big for me. I, I've seen every episode of that one several times. It was tough because I never got into those like like Sitcoms? teen comedies. Yeah, you know me neither. But Austin, no, but that one you did. Yeah, that's the oh. one that's like really like, Mr. Feeney. I want to be Mr. Feeney. Yeah, I never got because even because I was watching Seinfeld when it was coming out, mm. so that was I had already got. And then after that was over, um, we all watched Friends, but it's still not one of my favorites. I was just going to ask you that because I remember, like, especially when I was growing up, people either it seemed like to me at least Seinfeld be, or Friends or right? Friends, yeah. right? And I always found myself watching Friends. Yeah. I grew up on that 
side of the field. Yeah. But do you like Friends? I don't dislike it. It's, it's just, just not. not yeah, I wouldn't go out of my way. See, I thought of the time, I thought Scrubs was better than Friends. Oh, I hate Scrubs so oh, much. Yeah? <laughs> I can't stand Scrubs. <laughs> there was one episode that I thought was really fantastic with uh, Brendan Fraser. That. Probably one of my favorite. Oh. Uh, I know, I know which one you're talking yeah. about, actually. That one was really fucking good. That, How I Met Your Mother. And I can't watch How I Met me Your Mother. Me neither. No. I can't. I've tried so many times. Like There yeah. are moments of that show but that are you really like, funny. See, you have one, too, because you like The Big Bang Theory, and I can't handle that I, show. All right, so about The Big Bang Theory, I I like the first like four seasons when it was about them being nerds and stuff like nah. that. Cause you know why? Because I related to that. Nah. That was me my whole life. See, I just I can't do, I can't do it. But now, I don't like the new shows, new nah. episodes now. I liked Will and Grace when it came out too. It was yeah, it wasn't too bad actually. That show made me laugh. It wasn't too bad. And, Do you uh, like any crime shows? Um, yeah, actually, quite a few of them. Yeah, um, say, but not not the big ones. Like, I never watch NCIS. Nah, me neither. Um, I never watch CSI. I never watch um, Law and Order. I mean, I've seen them all because I don't know how you can not. Right, right. But like, um, oh, you know what comedy I left off the list that is also a crime show? What is Psych? Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, love that yeah. fucking show. That show is hilarious. That's a good one. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I've only seen a few episodes, but I really enjoyed it. And then a drama I left off was House. I love that show. Oh yeah, you know, I used to talk about House all the yeah, time, especially when House. we were younger. Yeah, that's well, that's because right. that was when it was huge. Yeah, and he was um, one of the first characters on TV that was an open atheist. Oh, and so that was a big deal for me. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, didn't know that. Um, and what was House? Uh, yeah, those are all the shows from yeah. like the mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. Uh, I never watched Grey's Anatomy. That one I couldn't get into. No, me neither. Uh, crime shows for me, like I, I'm not totally. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what we're talking about. I'm not totally into. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not totally into crime shows. Yeah. Uh, the one that I can say I thoroughly enjoy. Well, there were two. Go ahead. A uh, long time ago, called Without a Trace. Oh yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, I used to really yeah. like that one because it was different. They had instead of the classic crimes they had like these crimes that you never thought of yeah. and they didn't always win and that was the other cool thing yeah and then the other one that uh kind of plays the wait i think i know what you're gonna say but i want you to say it first go ahead no you said is it criminal minds yeah, yeah. so i <laughs> I, I, knew it, I knew it my dan dan pineda yeah who, uh, once in a while asked us a question yeah he got me into criminal minds and i remember the first That's a good show it, it is but it has its problems like oh you know what <laughs> i guess i guess technically hannibal is a crime show yeah, I guess it would yeah, be. Yeah, so yeah. I guess that would be. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember the first episode I saw with Dan. <laughs> we were roommates for a couple of years. And he puts it on. First scene, I guessed the ending. Uh, did you? <laughs> I guessed exactly how the crime was going to be. Yeah. And he didn't see the episode. So as we were watching it, I'm like pointing out the fact that I had said that earlier on. Yeah. And then at the very ending, it ended the exact same way. It was So it's a little predictable, you know? I think. Um, but it's still a good show. Oh, you know, the first season of True Detective. That's my other favorite. Still haven't seen that. Oh, fucking great. And Fargo. Isn't Jillian Anderson in that show? Um, or am I thinking of something? No, completely? that's Hannibal. Hannibal, that's in Hannibal. That's right. She's also in a show on the BBC about a serial killer. Oh, is she? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it's called. She's also in American Gods. Or oh, yeah. Friend that's of right. the show, yeah. Jared Commenda yeah. from uh, Brain Trust Bros. He loves that show. And, I've- and that's by the same guys who did Hannibal. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a it's an interesting well, at show. At least the showrunner is, I think. It's an interesting show. Yeah. I don't remember if we talked about this, but I <laughs> I actually wrote to Amazon after they canceled Hannibal on NBC <laughs> begging course, them to pick it up. Of course you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did, and they sent back a very nice response. They they actually sent they back responded, some? yeah. Oh shit. What they said. Yeah, they said that um 
that the thing I replied to is Amazon Studios, and I guess it's supposed to be only for submissions of work. Oh. But they're like, but she's like, but I'll pass it on to the heads. They so. didn't pass it on. I think they did because they, well, I don't know if they did or not, but I know they were in negotiations with Amazon first. Austin almost yeah. got a show moved to Amazon. <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Yeah. Not only did I almost get a show moved to Amazon, then my idea was stolen for the new <laughs> season of American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Do you want to- I don't we, even know that that's not true. Can I ask you a question? What? Are we done with that? That's not coming back, right? I don't think we have to be done with it. Oh, okay. So then we shouldn't mention- Maybe we shouldn't, shouldn't talk about that? No, let's talk about it. It's copywritten. Okay, it is? I'll say it now. It's copyright. Okay. Yeah. Austin and I were creating a show. It was all Austin's idea. He just had me come on to help with the creative flow, yeah. give a different perspective, because he and I both like that dark kind of mentality. We both have a dark mind yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like, and it was a drama. Yeah. When kids were reading like fucking Shakespeare, I was reading Edgar Allan Poe, and Austin, yeah. Austin's similar to that, so... I also liked Edgar Allan Poe. Me too. But then when they did the following, it pissed me off that they used Edgar Allan Poe because that show was so awful. Did you see The Raven? I did. How yeah. fucking bad was that? Yeah, I know. But anyway. They uh, need to stop using Edgar Allan yeah, Poe anytime stop. something's just, dark. Just read the fucking yeah. thing because he's great if you read. Yeah. But we were writing the show. All right, Austin, you explain the show in, in okay. like a minute or less. All right. So the point of the show was that it was a modern retelling of the Roanoke story. Right. Does that sound familiar already, American Horror Story fans? Yeah. <laughs> It should. And for those of you who don't know, it's about um, uh, a group of Europeans who settled in Roanoke, Virginia. And um, and went, hold on. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they disappeared and nobody knows missing. what happened to them. Yeah. And the only thing that was like... Because the guy, the guy who founded it named John White, he left to go back to Europe. And when he came back, nobody was there. Nope. There was just a tree that said Croa. Croatoa. Right? No, I think it just said Croa. That, oh, they they assume it meant Croatoa. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that was the, uh, and I thought that story was very interesting. Yes. So Austin decided to take that story, make it a modern twist. Yeah. Because here was the idea behind the series. So (laughs) it was going to be a three season, my idea was a three season arc where each season was retelling a different um, American history story. Yep. Which sounds like I could call it that American history story. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to tell a different story from American history retold in a modern way and they were going to all connect. I just I can't stop laughing cuz the last <laughs> the last season was going to be oh, yeah. about a cult. Yes. And do you remember who we wanted to be yeah, the cult leader? Bill Mar- <laughs> <laughs> and now he may have the time to do it. Yeah, <laughs> he may be free. Oh man, that's funny. So anyway, the point of that whole long story was that um we wrote what three episodes the first season no i think we got a couple no that's about right actually yeah three yeah Yeah. and um we i submitted the first one to amazon studios after they had given me such a nice response about the hannibal thing and then all of a sudden (laughs) fucking american horror story yeah like like six months later american horror story has Roanoke. the same fucking thing. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. I, I will never forget the text message I got from yeah. him. It was the most angry. Like, I read it in an angry tone. <laughs> it was like, have you seen the new story, the new storyline for American Horror Story? I was like, no. He's like, he just sends me this article instantly. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> and he was not happy. <laughs> no. Nor was but, I. I mean, we put some work into that. I remember before that, we'd asked a lot of people if they heard of that story. 
and no one said yes. Yeah, and that's well, why I thought it was such an there, interesting. It would have been such an interesting thing to do. But and, and can I be honest with you? Yeah, and I'm not just saying this because it's us. I'm saying it because I saw that season. Their season sucked. Yeah. The first few episodes were all right. They got shit toward the end, like always. Like, we could have done it better. Yeah. Kind of ruins everything. Not really, because it was enough. I think of- we still could. It might even be better now that it's in the public consciousness. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a twist enough. Maybe we'll make that a Patreon goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We got enough of those right now, though. <laughs> yeah, enough. Eventually, though. For sure. But not only that, remember that after that scene I wrote about um, the attacks in Egypt? Oh, yeah. And then, and then there was a story like like the day after it was like of almost exactly what I wrote. It was weird. It was really weird. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was kind of, it was nice for me because, um, I mean, it wasn't nice that there was an attack, but I had always assumed that I really didn't, ha- didn't have a grasp on global politics. Right. But... The things that I thought would happen are exact, very similar to what happened. I was like, all right, so maybe I know a little bit more than I thought I did. That is actually pretty accurate. I remember yeah. that story that yeah. came out, too. That was pretty weird. Yep. But, I mean, yeah, we could definitely come back to it eventually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's that That was our original project. That was it what was, we, yeah. yeah. That's what we were first starting to work on. Yep. And it somehow evolved to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so all of a sudden we're doing a fucking podcast. Yeah, because cause, uh, American Horror Story can't steal this from me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Or can they? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Next season will be about a political podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or they're going to create American horror st- or American horror uh, American horror podcast. Yeah, like an, uh, another show. Well, the next season is going to be about the election. I saw that. Yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Season. Definitely was a horror story. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> In the aftermath, right, but this as isn't well. supposed to be about politics. So let's move on. This isn't about politics. It's about American horror story. You're right, man. Um, all right. Well, listen. I think that I think we did pretty good for our yeah, first think, pop culture. So, yeah. We're gonna have to go back to uh, depressing. Bl- yeah, stuff we're about now. to take all yeah. that uh, goodness, and we're yeah, we're gonna introduce. Um, it's a new person, right? I believe so. I believe yeah, so too. Yeah. I don't know the name. Yeah. I don't care. They're not important. The names are not important. It's the message that's important, <laughs> which so, is also horrifying. We're yeah. very horrifying. So when we come back, you will hear that horrifying message for yourselves. All right. See you guys. All right, Austin. All that fun talk, all that relaxing talk, no politics, no religion. It's all over. Yeah, fuck this. It's all over. (laughs) Because we are going to find out from a uh, a religious nut job what Obama (sighs) has been up to since the presidency or his presidency ended. Not Uh, just uh, Barack, also Michelle. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't forget that. I think that was even the bigger point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's the name of the title? Where'd you get it from? All All that good stuff. So we got it from Right Wing Watch. No way. Shocking. Breaking news. (laughs) We get most of these videos from Right Wing Watch. Fake news. Fake news, yeah. And it is Larry Clayman. Larry Clayman. Which makes sense. He looks pale and... (laughs) Hastily put together. Like a piece of clay. Yeah. And so the title is, Larry Clayman is outraged by Michelle Obama's shoulders. (laughs) Is that really what the title (laughs) title is? So let's hear. He's on Freedom Watch TV, and he looks like he has his eyes closed. (laughs) And um, 
Here we go. I'm ready. Former President Obama with his lovely wife, Michelle, is currently in Italy vacationing. Sounds good. They've got a lot of money to spend. Italy's a nice place. Yes. But the reality is they went over there to upstage, try to upstage, President Trump with regard to his meeting with the Pope (laughs) in the Vatican. This tells you a larger story about Obama. He's running an alternative government, an evil government. What? Out of his mansion in Calorama, Washington. (laughs) What? Multi-million dollar monstrosity. He pays $25,000 a month to rent. What? Okay. What? It's a multi-million dollar monstrosity, says the guy who's about to defend the president, who has made a career out of multi-million dollar <laughs> monstrosities. What? With his name in gold. Secret government. That's yeah, what got from me. from his mansion. From his mansion. Secret government. Okay. So. Pizza great! <laughs> oh, boy. That's another thing. But, um... A secret government. That's part of the secret government, Tom, where you can have a child sex ring in a place, in the basement of a place that doesn't have a basement. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good point, Austin. But wait, (laughs) there's something worse than running a secret government. What is that? We're going to hear him talk about it. Ooh, let's go. So I don't want to give it away. (coughs) Oh, boy. All right, here we go. I'm ready. Now thing that's really troubling about this is that it's not just that he went to Italy. Italy's a nice place. He's entitled to go to Italy. Yeah. But apparently he and Michelle went into a church in Siena, Italy, and she was basically had an open shoulder. I'm going to show a picture of that, showing a lack of respect to the Catholic Church and Christianity. <laughs> so, okay. So because she wore a shirt that shows her shoulder. Mm-hmm. She's disrespecting the Catholic Church and Christianity. However, he's about to defend the President of the United States, who once said, because he's rich and famous, he could grab a woman by the pussy. But yeah, that but he wasn't disrespect. But he wasn't in the Catholic Church when uh, he said that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That makes a big difference. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, so an open shoulder, grabbing pussy. I see the difference. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Michelle, what are you doing? Yeah. That's obviously disrespectful. What are you doing wearing stylish clothes in Italy? Next, you're going to say that you didn't want to abuse a boy in a Catholic church. God. <laughs> yeah. God, it's so... Yeah, you wouldn't want to disrespect <laughs> the Catholic <laughs> church. Oh, all right. I have a feeling he's about to make a more insane point, though. No. Yeah. I don't believe that. All right, here we go. Of course, that's not surprising because her husband... Is in fact a closet Muslim. There it is. Someone who <laughs> drawn over the Bible, who has fooled the American people all these years into thinking that he's really a Christian, who always refers to the Holy Quran, who told George Stephanopoulos when he was running for the president in 2008, for the president. Faith, who wears a ring that says, My only God is Allah, who really just Israel and tried to harm it in any way. Uh, it goes on and on. And you know the story. No, I know. I know the story. World War II Memorial, where I asked him to get off his knees, put the Quran down, and come out with his hands up. That was wild compared to what we saw in the years after that. What a fucking liar. <laughs> what a pathological liar. He told the president to get off his knees. Yeah. And stop praying to the the Quran. Yeah. He, this guy who is recording what sounds like out of a shoebox. Well, to be fair, he might have said that. I doubt it reached the president. <laughs> <laughs> but he might have said that in Washington a closeted, at some kind of stupid rally or something. A closeted Muslim. Closeted Muslim. Hmm. 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 What's scary about this, Austin, 
is that people believe this. Yeah. They actually believe that. You know what the funny thing is? I think a lot of them miss the actual point where I think, um, I don't think, obviously, I don't think Obama's a Muslim because that's stupid. Stupid and and, and inaccurate. But yeah. Okay. And I'm not entirely convinced he's a Christian either. I think he's actually a closet atheist. I can see that. Well, yeah. I, I definitely can see that more than being a closet yeah. Muslim. But notice they never go there because no. to them that's even worse. Like, it is. Yeah. At least, he, at least he believes in a god at that point. What's with the ring? Even if it's a smelly brown god. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you, Family Guy. Well, what's with the What's with the ring that he said that Obama's wearing a ring? That oh, says, I don't know. My one god is I'm Allah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's bullshit. No, of course it's bullshit. <laughs> of course it's bullshit. But um, yeah. That if I had to guess, I mean. If you take the president at his word, he said he's a Christian over and over. They even criticized him for going to the church of Jeremiah Wright. Right. Who is a Christian pastor, so. I mean, if his name wasn't Barack Hussein Obama, do you think this would have been as much of an issue in the beginning? Mm. If, if it wasn't Hussein? No, probably not. Probably not. It's just a name. Yeah. It's just a name. But um, <sighs> funny thing is, I also think the current president also happens to be an atheist. <laughs> I mean, most likely. Yeah, I, he, I mean, so. there's nothing about about Trump that shows that he's religious. No, there's because it's so fake when he tries to be. Exactly, and even when he tries to be, it's not even. He said two Corinthians. Yeah, but he wouldn't be the first. I mean, that in and of itself, he's not the first Christian not know anything about the Bible. <laughs> but at least other Christians would not call it two Corinthians. <laughs> But they would. I think they. I think you could hear some people who say they're Christians say maybe something just as ignorant. I don't think Trump. I think Trump just he. They told him what to say because no, he had yeah, to with, win that with base, Trump, I agree. That's yeah. it. But anyway, so Is Michelle Obama's shoulders. Oh yeah, there's more. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Michelle Obama's shoulders. Uh, bad in the Catholic Church because uh, women are scary. I don't know. I don't know what. The- yeah, yeah. I guess so. And their shoulders are are sinful. I guess. So. I, what else? Why else would be showing a shoulder be bad? What about the current first lady who had like a whole nude spread? <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. That's acceptable because the priests. Because it wasn't in the Catholic Church. <laughs> exactly. And priests aren't into that anyway. We all know what they're into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see what he has to say. <laughs> but this is an absolute disgrace. But it shows what he's doing. He's trying to undermine the Trump presidency. He's working with. Ultra leftists like George Soros. <laughs> ultra leftist. How could a billionaire be an ultra leftist? Universities, whether it's Black Lives Matter, he has blood on his hands, and he will stop at nothing to destroy the Trump presidency, even in a petty way to go to Italy during a week that the president's on a foreign trip. And it shows you who he is. He's not just an evil person; he's low class. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy who's defending Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Could it not? Talking about class. Yeah. Could it not be a coincidence? Could it not be just a real coincidence that Obama and his family were like, Italy is one of the top vacation destinations in the world? Yeah. Maybe they might have had this plan for two years. You don't know that. Honestly, I wish they were stopping at nothing to stop the Trump right. administration. But, I wish but, they were fighting that. What harsh. did they yeah. do during that trip that proves that? Other than being more presidential than the buffoon that's president now, yeah. But I Nothing. don't think I don't think Obama can help that because he's a dignified person. <laughs> it's like all you have to do is not embarrass yourself, and you just you're more presidential. Yeah, all you have to do is not be a complete moron. Exactly. Yeah. 
So it's like, come on, why you just because Obama and his family want to go on vacation, yeah. all of a sudden they're disrespecting the Catholic Church yeah. and they're closet Muslims and yeah. they're undermining Trump. Trump undermines himself by speaking. Well, I bet he wanted to say, well, they're undermining, you know, they're disrespecting the Catholic Church because it's black people in the Catholic Church. I bet that's what he wanted to say, but yeah, he knows he which, can't say it. Well, if he did say that, that would be inaccurate, too. Because I know yeah. plenty of black people who are Catholics. Because yeah. I went to a Catholic church for yeah. half my life. Stupid. It is dumb. So yeah. stupid. So Larry Clayman, sorry about you. You just joined the man. list of stupid people. And that then we've somebody covered. who's who's a Trump supporter calling anybody else classless. Classless. Yeah. Really? Or low class? That's what yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for real, think about that. Yeah. Think about that. For I know a second. A, a, somebody who voted for Trump saying that somebody else is low class. I don't want to keep, you know, saying the same point, but he did say grab a woman by the pussy. He did. He made fun of uh, handicapped people. Yeah. Come on. That's not classless. No, I know. It's not low class. Trump has no class. Oh, no. I mean, he's like, he's what I imagine, like, um, you know, somebody who suddenly became rich would do, like, have gold everything and put their name in gold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yet the thing is, he's had money his whole life. Yes, he has. He's just... Is tacky. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's a cheap salesman that inherited a lot of money. So silly. Yeah, the whole that whole thing was just so pointless and dumb. It was. But it yeah. was funny. Yeah, it was in a way. Yeah. It was so yeah. idiotic. <laughs> All right. Because of the shoulder, I don't know. Yeah, that, I, mean, I don't get it. The first thing that got me was the closet Muslim. It's yeah. like, why do we got to keep bringing that up? And just because he was on vacation, I know what a, what a hard life that's actually got to be for like for Obama. It's yeah. like it, everything he's doing even now is being scrutinized. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, yeah, the left still scrutinizes uh, Bush, but Bush's presidency was a train wreck compared to Obama. You know what? Though not, I mean, not but even after no, after Bush was out of office. Just, I don't remember anybody talking. They about just make him. fun of his stupid ass paintings. But guess what? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. But guess what? So does he. And he like he's done some weird things too, grabbing people's hands at a funeral. Who? Bush. Wow. He was at a funeral with the Obamas, and he grabbed Michelle Obama's hand and he's like swaying back and forth. Yeah, like, yeah a little bit weird. Like fucking weird old man. But they don't pick on him as much. It's like Leo no, because we because we had shit to do. Yeah, it's like yeah. we can move on now. Like it's the same thing with Hillary Clinton. No. It's like I'm done talking about Hillary Clinton. I wish she were done talking about Hillary Clinton. I know. Yeah, she's back in you know. Yeah. Anyway, any more about this guy? Nope, he's no? done. All right. Well, there you go. What was his name? Larry what? Larry Clayman. Clayman. Larry Clayman. Uh fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. That's about right. That's yeah. about it. Uh all right. all right. So when we come back, we'll do our closing uh in our closing thoughts. Right? What the fuck? All right. Yeah. That's so unenthusiastic. Well, it's hard to be enthusiastic after after that last segment. Yeah, Every yeah. single time. It's like, uh But, uh, I don't know. This is a fun episode. It was, yeah. Uh, the pop culture thing. Let us know if you like that. Yeah. Because, uh, like we said, that's the one uh, segment that keeps getting passed around. But I'd like to continue that one. I think yeah, it was good. I thought it, it was good. It was a nice, refreshing break. Yeah. Um, God, 20 episodes. Yeah, 20 episodes in, man. And we're not stopping anytime no. soon. 
I feel like we're just starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good run so far. We just got to keep it up. 20 episodes. I think uh, at 25, I'm going to do, um, at least for YouTube, like a best of segment. Oh, okay. And I'll go through all the clips, find go. all the funny moments, and just put them into like a 10-minute clip or something like that. That sounds good. Yeah, so maybe yeah. something fun for the 25. Uh, next next week's our 21st. Finally uh, legal. And we're finally legal. <laughs> so we're going to celebrate, instead of the 20th, because we're different, and that's what we are, we're going to celebrate our... 21st. 21st. Yeah. So no one else, I bet you no one celebrates 21st. Probably not. No. We're celebrating our 21st <laughs> yeah. episode because we're finally able to drink. <laughs> yeah. Um, any closing thoughts? Uh, no. No? Other than God, I hope this shit show ends soon. Trump's or ours? Trump's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although if his does, maybe ours will. I don't know. <laughs> we'll it'll no, be harder, but no, no. I don't think. I, you know, to always, be honest, I don't think it'll be that much there harder. There is going no. to always be bullshit to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And maybe, yeah. Maybe if we can finally get his nonsense to stop, we can talk about like the issues? real stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And like the real issues that are yeah. facing us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you, I, I also hope the uh, Trump presidency is, you know, coming to its end, but. I don't think it is. No, probably not anytime soon. But uh, by so you stuck with us. <laughs> yeah. By the time uh, this episode airs, you will have known. Well, most likely, unless something happens in the UK with the election, like it runs off or something. But you'll most likely know who the new uh, prime minister is. Mm-hmm. You will uh, have seen the Comey testif- testifying saga. I guess we can call it. God, you guys know so much more than we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, the future knows more. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll have to all talk about that. Next week, uh, definitely tune in for next week, our UK correspondent, uh, Propaganda, whose name is Stephen, will be coming on to talk about the uh, UK election with us. So that'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep, yep. Uh, for us, you can find us on Twitter, Dumble Over Pod, Facebook, Dumble Over Pod, Instagram, same thing, um, Blog Talk Radio. That's our home where you can download the podcast for free. Uh, also at Blog Talk or at uh, Dumb All Over Pod. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, also free to download. Uh, but we're, we're, we're asking you that if you do download on iTunes, to leave a comment if you like the show. Oh, uh, yes, please. Because yeah. the more comments, the better for us. That, that yeah. helps us out a lot. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. If you are fans of the show and you want to donate to the show, uh, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Dumb All Over. And you can, you know, become a patron there. There's a lot oh, of prizes in one. And I want to make an announcement. <gasps> an announcement. So one of our, for people who haven't looked, one of our Patreon uh, tiers, if you donate, you can get access to an episode where we watch a terrible right-wing movie and then kind of give you our reaction to it. Yep. And um, we're going to do a pilot version of that. Uh, style of show mm-hmm. within the next two weeks, and we're going to release it for everybody. Yep. And then after that, it's going to be a Patreon on, or patron only thing. Yeah. So that's going to be painful. Tom is not. Like, I'm not looking forward to I'm that. I'm thinking the first one might be something from our good friend Dinesh D'Souza. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Tom can't handle that's this. That's not a way to start. You start slow. <laughs> <sighs> wow. I was thinking. I yeah, was but thinking Tom, don't you slow. want to know the secrets of the Democratic Party? That's not the one we're going to watch first, is it? No, <laughs> I can't. I, I need to build up to that one. Like, how about we watch The Room? <laughs> no, they're they're right wing movies. Oh. The Room is just that is right wing. It's stup- no, it's stupid. It's got to be right wing. No, The Room is a masterpiece. Oh, it's not a fucking 
horrible fucking movies. Yeah. Know? All right. Yeah. So we're look forward to that, I guess, because I know we're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting, though. I, it I is, can safely yeah. say I have, other than like one or maybe two, I've never seen a right wing movie. Oh yeah. No. Boy, you're in for a treat. Because why would I? Yeah. Man, I don't want to know what they want and what they what they're thinking. It's just it's fucking just annoying. Yeah. I saw I saw the esoteric agenda, but that's more government conspiracy than right wing. Yeah, because Alex Jones has a couple too that are more in the conspiracy vein. Right. Not so much, but Dinesh D'Souza is right wing. Yeah, no, that's right wing. And then there's a couple. Um, there was one that's supposed to be like a response to Fahrenheit 9/11. What's it called? Um, I don't remember, <laughs> but I'll find it. Okay. There's a couple that are like making fun of Michael Moore. So we'll take a look at those. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Looking forward to it's that. Good times, good times. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. Uh, that's all we got for you. Until yeah. next week. This is going to be a very interesting week for everyone. So yeah, buckle up, buckle in, and uh, hold on to your butts. Yeah, and look for there might be a single shot coming out next week. Oh yeah, yeah you probably just because there's so it. much. Yeah. Oh, and then while you say that, I, oh yeah, yeah time. Um, for YouTube, for YouTube only, I am finally got. I finally have a little bit of time. Uh, most likely coming this Saturday. Most likely, unless something unforeseen comes about my way, uh, I'm going to have my own uh, single shot sort of episode. But it's going to be on the weekend. It'll be like a weekend update sort of deal. Not stealing that title. I'm just saying that's what it's going to be about. Because I'm going to want to do a little recap on this stuff too. Um. But you have to be on YouTube. You have to subscribe to our YouTube channel to see that. So subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just look over Dumb All Over Podcast and uh, look for that coming probably this Saturday because I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need to talk about the hopefully in the good news. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. It's yeah. gonna be video. I got a backdrop. It's gonna be in my bedroom. <laughs> so join Tom in his bedroom. Yep. Come, 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 join me in my bedroom. I will not have pants on. <laughs> oh my! I will my. not. It's my bedroom. You know, I'm going to see my waist up. I'm not showing my, I'm not wearing pants. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> it's your thing. You do whatever you want. That's what I'm going to call the podcast. That's what I'm going to call the episode. Pantsless. Pantsless. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. All right. Pants optional. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Pants lamorous. <laughs> no. Too complicated. <laughs> Sans pants. <laughs> All right. We get it. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. And uh, God, this is going to be crazy. I took my headphones off. He's already done. So, all right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you.